What is up? It's Jaden. It's Connor. And, and we got Hayden. it. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> we got a special guest with us, Hayden Coombs. Yes, that's PhD candidate Hayden Coombs. Thank you very much. Welcome, welcome to talk nerdy to me, PhD candidate. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll, I'll believe it when I see the degree. This is what yeah. your dissertation gets you. Yeah, this uh, is <laughs> a recurring spot on the talk nerdy. No, this is what never finishing your dissertation gets uh. you. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Nowhere else I would rather be right now. I mean, I did miss watching men's basketball practice for this, but that's okay. How was your week, Jaden? Let me let me catch me up. How are you feeling? You you too, Hayden. What, what was your uh, what have the last few days been like for you, my man? How you feeling? Well, to be completely honest with you, uh, my gallstones have been acting up for the last 48 hours, so it's been high pain days. Okay. Uh, caused me to have uh, lots of extra time in my office sitting on the beanbag. Okay. Um, but, you know. So sad boy hours. Sad boy hours. Other than that, um, you know, just, just your typical quarantine teaching. What is your... What do you use to alleviate your sad boy hours? What, what is your... Uh, go- like, for me, I just... YouTube videos. Uh-huh. Six hours of random YouTube videos. You know, I recently found a new YouTuber who I've been watching a lot. Um, Scott the Waz. Dude, uh, Scott the Waz is a goat. Okay, so... You said... You talk about him like a new YouTuber, my man? Scott the Waz has been around well, here's since, the thing. since the days. He's been around a while, but he's always, like, been that guy that pops up on my feed. Recommended And I'll time. watch, like, two, three minutes, and I'm like, is he funny or is he really annoying? It's just weird. And I finally was like... I'm going to watch a few of these, and like eight hours later, I was like, okay, he's So funny. wholesome. Scott the Waz is so wholesome, He's bro. funny. Yeah. He's, he's got some good stuff. He's become like an instant click kind of guy for me. Like, I get mm-hmm. the notification on my screen, mm-hmm. I'm like, ooh. 100%. 30 minutes on Mario Party for the N64? Right. 46 minutes on game case covers? Yeah, <laughs> sign me up. <laughs> for real, bro, for real. What about you, Jaden? What is your sad boy coping mechanism? Just chilling, man. Just just vibing? Just vibing. I've got a problem lately, uh, and I'll admit it to you both openly and to the audience since uh, this is how podcasts work, but I just uh, lately have been raging a lot when I play video games, mm-hmm. and uh, it's starting to affect my marriage just a little bit. Not like a big deal, you know, but have you ever broken a controller in your life? I just want to ask you. No, but my roommates have. Okay. Have you? you? We're... I've been the the primary uh, financer of my controllers. I've always been very very careful with them. Have you ever just let the controller fly though? Like, I can't say that I have. My go to move when I get pissed is I have the controller in my left hand and I just smack the crap out of my couch with my okay. right hand. Okay. I just get really mad that way. But I have I broke one controller, but I had a really close call last night that I'll tell you about. Last year I was playing uh, NCAA fourteen. I had started this UNLV dynasty because obviously no SUU in that game. I got all the way to the BCS National Championship, like four seasons in. My five-star QB that I recorded, recruited in season one throws a pick in the fourth quarter to cost me the game mm. on just a cheesy out route, too. Like, the guy was open. The game just made this LSU guy teleport, like, 15 yards right. and get the INT. And <clears throat> I got this controller from China, like on a sketchy Amazon website, you know. <laughs> and I just took that thing and I just ripped it right in half. I was gonna say one time when uh, the Crash Bandicoot uh, remasters came out, mm-hmm. I was hanging out with my boy Bryson at his house playing, 
and he got so frustrated on the ice bridge, he just twisted his yep. PS3 or PS4 controller and just <laughs> boom, just popped it. And he wasn't even mad. He just like dropped it. Nope. Took a few minutes, grabbed another one, and we started playing again. <laughs> Dude, that was me. That was me. It was like a pink, crappy controller. I just ripped it in half. And then once I realized what I had done, I was like, well, this is a beyond repair. I'm just going <laughs> to smash it to pieces now. I just took it out in the front yard, just threw it on the cement. All the pieces gone anywhere. But lately, I had a close call, I had a close call last night. And if Sydney listens to the podcast, she won't even. This will be the first time she hears about it, if she does. But... Uh, I was just playing along. We are playing some Rocket League with the homeboys, like always. Let a, a pretty bad goal in to cost us the game in overtime. Mm. Uh, you know the own goals. You know the feels. And I now live in a place that has tile floors. And I just did it. Just threw the controller. Just It wasn't even hard. I just, like, tossed it. And then uh, <laughs> my wife was upstairs. She didn't even know. But then I went and picked it up, and it had split, like, down the middle. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, panicking. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> the, the real fear was just having to explain what happened. Don't you love There's the transition from being a child and being like, oh, my mom's going to kill me to getting married? Oh, no, my wife is going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it was, bro. And I, I was to hide this so she doesn't exactly, find out. Exactly, <laughs> bro. I was like, how am I going to buy a controller without her finding out? Like, she checks the Amazon account every single day. But I was able to just, like, push it back together. But yes, this is my my coming out moment, brother. This, this is, I I am a raging gamer. It needs to come to an end. <laughs> it's gonna start getting too expensive with all these PS4 controllers. Man, that's why I play PC. Like like I have like I have a sturdy desk purely to hit it. <laughs> Dude, of course. You also, never wanted to smash your keyboard before. No. Jaden's a chill dude. I think it takes a lot to get him riled up. <laughs> It's one bag of Fritos I'll take. <laughs> but also, Just don't bring food in his recording studio. Don't do it. <laughs> it's fair. <laughs> um, I'm not even going to argue that one. It's absolutely true. <laughs> but also, like, I have the benefit of being single. This is true. Mm-hmm. I don't can, have to worry about you can just the yell. repercussions. I could just be like, oh, I broke my keyboard. I'm going to buy a new one. You have no master. I am free. I have one. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, I've got four wife and kids. So that's the, there's nothing more offensive to me as a husband. I'm pretty, and father, I'm I'm pretty good at being like, okay, kids are down here. I can't do this, can't do that. You know, when summer comes down and she's like, you shouldn't be playing this game in front of the kids. I'm like, "Ah, you don't think I've thought about this, but excuse me, I'm playing Skyrim and my daughters aren't going to be traumatized by me killing a dragon. You know why? There's no such thing as a dragon. Sorry to break it to you, Jay. You know? But that was probably a, a, a point where I was like, I shouldn't be playing this game when Avery was like four. She'd come and get me and grab my controller and hand it to me, and she'd be like, Daddy, do you want to play dragon game? <laughs> <laughs> so I'd be like, oh, Avery, absolutely. I think that that might be the biggest obstacle standing between me and my future is that I don't know how am I going to be playing video games if I have children. You don't. Don't do it. Here's the thing. You'll regret it. When your wife gets pregnant, it's going to be awesome. You're never going to play more video games in your <laughs> life because she won't want anything to do with you. She won't want to be around you. It's awesome. When Summer was pregnant with Avery, our oldest, it was the same time the Borderlands 2 dropped. Ooh. And Ooh. I spent a solid seven months 
doing nothing else and it was just awesome she'd come home from work i'd come home from work at the same time she would sit on the couch turn on a gossip girl and just like (laughs) not want to be bothered and i would just play borderlands 2 all day it's probably the happiest time of my life so you heard it here first the best time to have a child is when your new favorite game is about to release absolutely absolutely and even like when they're brand new newborns and just like want to be held but don't want anything else Mm -hmm. i got tons of gaming time in then (laughs) because they're not watching the tv they can't even see that far so it's just like yeah that's when i uh played through fallout new vegas can't be traumatized by this sprays bullets into a crowd of people yeah (laughs) (laughs) wait so going back to the um dragon thing have you guys heard that they're making a monster hunter movie I had heard this. Oh, I heard it from you, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I did hear about this when you came to my office and told me. <laughs> tell me I, more. I don't know anything about it. Tell me more. I mean, it's it's just like... <laughs> <laughs> well, they're <laughs> making a Monster Hunter movie. <laughs> the cruelty it, is it, the point. It is what it is, man. <laughs> it's a Monster Hunter movie. Is it going to be live action, or is it going to yes. be like a... Okay. Yeah. I've never played Monster Hunter. Are they going to do the claw thing in the movie where you have to hold the controller all weird because it's really hard to... I don't really know much about Monster Hunter. I'm sorry. Have you at least played Monster Hunter? So I played quite a bit of Monster Hunter 3 on my Nintendo Wii because it came with a pro controller. That was like yeah. mm-hmm. the big thing was you could get a pro controller for 30 or Monster Hunter 3 for like 40. Why not? Um and then I played, I think, Ultimate on the 3DS um, and or whatever the, the newest one they released for the 3DS was. And with both games, I had a lot of fun, but there's a pretty significant like difficulty jump after that like first island you're on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it just slaughtered me. And that was the other thing, like, you know, like I mainly play sports games where Nerd. or even like Borderlands doesn't require a ton of commitment where yeah, I can just yeah, like yeah. hop in, play through, you know, a mission here or there, play a few games, be done. I'd be playing Monster Hunter and I'd be like 45 minutes in on a boss and have him at like half health. And I'm like, <laughs> this game's really not for me. Yeah, you know, man. the hardest thing was going away, leaving the game, coming back to it. Mm-hmm. You've got to start fresh yeah, yeah, because yeah. that game is intense. Well, yeah, and there's all the combos that, like, you and you have to push, like, all these different buttons to just, like, vault and all that stuff. And once you stop playing, it's gone. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like I can go back to Super Street Fighter 2 and give you the combos for every single character, <laughs> right, on the SNES. It's not like that on Monster Hunter. It's a little more uh, intense than spin the d-pad this way and press y and b at the same time you know yeah and, it, and it's a lot more That's like for sure you can <laughs> <laughs> and it's also a lot more like uh breath of the wild where it's like more time sensitive yeah oh yeah all about timing right i'm, so. I'm not i just i mean i should say that i i do commit to video games in like long stretches like it's like i'm playing red dead redemption 2 when that came out, that, that was just playing That's that for like three play. months, you know? Yeah. Put everything else down. Monster Hunter would have to be that type of game. I'm not saying I'm not open to it, but 
it is a pretty high level of investment. It's, but a, it's a commitment game for sure. I love fantasy stuff. Like Conan the Barbarian is my favorite movie. Um, so I would definitely check out a live action fantasy movie, especially if it has video game references. I feel like video game movies are kind of making a comeback. They're, they've come a long way in the oh, last few years. so far. Not even movies. Like the, the Witcher series was phenomenal on yeah. Netflix. I like, can watch that. Oh, so good. And so I think a Monster Hunter movie where... Like, the point of Monster Hunter is not the plot, right? Um, that really, really gives the writers a lot to work with. Well, yeah, and the whole premise of the movie is, like, this military battalion, um, they just come up, come across these, like, weird stone pillars, and then lightning hits them, and they are teleported to... Yeah. Right. Like, and that's the other thing I think that's beneficial for a movie like that is... You know, they're, they're not going to have the fanboys out there. Like, you know, every time Star Wars does anything, I'm like, they should adopt the Old Republic script or Knights of the Old Republic storyline. Why didn't they do that? There's nothing to adopt, really, with yeah. Monster Hunter. You get the opening five-minute cinematic, <laughs> right? And you can basically do what you want you with it. You need the world, yeah. Yeah. Um. But, like, it, it, like, watching the trailer, it does stuff that I, I wish, like, a lot of these other movies with, like, uh, Jurassic Park and all that would do more, like, just, like, the whole concept of moving in herds, which Jurassic Park does, does touch on, but also, like, go, goes almost immediately to scary big, yeah. big, big T-Rex. Well, that's true, too, because I feel like so much of what is attractive about Monster Hunter is the monsters. Like, so much work goes into designing them, designing mm-hmm. their attack patterns, designing like all the elemental stuff and like all the kinds of things you have to combo as the player. You have to grind forever to get a certain set of armor just so you can go fight this other monster. Like it, there's a lot you could do that with that in terms of film. Yeah, and and what I was going for was um when when you go look at movies like Jurassic Park and stuff mm-hmm. where it's mainly except for when they're dealing with like the velociraptors, it's big scary dinosaur coming yep. after you but yep. like with Monster Hunter a lot of the lower level ones they're in herds yeah yeah so that is a whole new element of fear yeah take you back to the uh, what was it I think the second Jurassic Park movie The Lost World where you know you have the big scary T-Rex you always gotta worry about the Velociraptors but they also introduced like the chicken sized compies mm-hmm. right those guys weren't scary by themselves, but when they pa- travel in a pack of 30, they're just as dangerous as any of the big dinosaurs, right? Yeah. So I'm sure they, they take a similar approach that way. And with Monster Hunter, there's so, there's so many monsters. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they could make a whole franchise of movies just doing different boss fights. Yeah. You could design a whole movie around one single boss fight. Yeah. Maybe it should be a Netflix series instead of a movie. One episode, you, they have to take on one new boss or something. I mean, because like I say, I, I feel like that's the main... When I think of Monster Hunter, I think of watching, like, my friends or some YouTube video of just, like, some dude desperately dodging away from, like, this mm-hmm. horrific-looking dinosaur Shrek monster or something, you know? Not Shrek. I meant to say shark. <laughs> Shrek monster. Can you imagine if Shrek was a monster? I bet somebody's already modded that in. Yeah, for sure. I know you can fight Shrek in Skyrim or Thomas the Tank Engine. 
I was going to say, I fight Macho Man a lot in Skyrim. <laughs> One of my all-time favorite mods. Dude, that's um, what you should do so that um, your your children don't understand what's going on in the game. Just replace them with mods. <laughs> well, the, the all-time greatest mod uh, for Skyrim, in my opinion, was uh, suggested to me by my good friend Bill Kershiznik. And it was the uh, mod that changes the, you know, the music that plays whenever uh, an enemy draws near with DMX's X gonna give it to you. And <laughs> that game goes from like casual gaming experience to the most intense thing you've ever had in your life. Like that, because you just like riding your horse along, then all of a sudden you hear, arr, arr, and you turn around and this dude's chasing you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I thought my Xbox was gonna light on fire. It was so intense. And that's why I play on PC. <laughs> Infinite potential for mods. What are you guys looking forward to in terms of the next generation of console and games like what's on your radar for like must plays going forward you want me to go first i'll go first dive in bro um well i am a sucker for the games that i played in high school Mm -hmm. right the time of my life that i got to spend the most time gaming um tell us what those games are uh so first and foremost my all-time favorite video game star wars knights of the old republic great game there's always rumors about a third one coming out or remastering the first two actually finishing the second one (laughs) i know crazy idea um but uh that kind of stuff i just i love um so i was kind of on the fence still where you know i grew up a playstation guy got married and basically just got lucky getting some cheap xboxes along the way so i kind of dived in there Um, But, you know, I'm to the point in my life now where I can buy my own console and I don't have to wait, you know, for some poor student to sell theirs on (laughs) Marketplace (laughs) so they can have food. Cedar City Blog Shop, where you at? (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I'm like, okay, maybe I'll I'll do the PS5. When they announced a new Fable game, that's, that's a must because the first Fable was like... I've heard that that game was legendary. Amazing experience. Amazing experience. So much fun. So much good humor in it. It's like, oh, that. I mean, I, to this day, I still play the, the remastered uh, version of it that they released for the Xbox One um, really early in its life. But, uh, yeah, a new Fable game, that's that's a system seller for me. I mean, you're Jaden, you're a PC Master Race. You're probably not going to get a new console, as I would imagine. Nope. But are there any games on your radar that you're like that at least pique your interest? Do you remember when you could rent a console from Blockbuster? This is oh, completely yeah, dude. Yeah. It's is like there fifty any, bucks a weekend? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You just rent the console and the games. Are there any games out there that you look at and you're like, oh, if Blockbuster still existed, I would rent a PS5 to play this game. Definitely the Spider-Man games. I was gonna talk Jeez. about Spider-Man too, bro. Like the, those Who wouldn't though. You know are, those games. Yeah. Th- th- those are so amazing. But like one that is still that that is on my radar is and has been for a while is Cyber Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. The one the game that's been being made for like ever, mm-hmm. and we've just been waiting. Dude, Keanu Reeves, I don't know what role he's gonna play in the game, but he's done a good job of marketing it because that's the first thing I think of when I think of that game. It's Keanu. What does he What did he say? You're breathtaking. I remember Reddit blew up for like three months just saying that over and over again because they worship Keanu. Yeah, he's everybody's favorite celebrity. Who Mm -hmm. doesn't worship Keanu? My thing with cyberpunk is I 
I guess I'm just like, you know how like Skyrim and Fallout or Elder Scrolls and Fallout, essentially the same game, just in mm-hmm. two different universes. It's going to be Cyberpunk. And Witcher. Okay. In the same, you know, the same game. And I don't want that because... Well, it's, it's like Red Dead and GTA. Yeah. I'm I'm one of the... the I didn't love The Witcher 3 like a lot of people. I know that's yeah. like arguably one of the best games of all time. Yeah, yeah. Um, for a few reasons. I just, I had a hard time getting into it. I didn't really like that it used sex as like your reward, you know. Mm-hmm. But that's the best part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just can't was, explain that one to Avery when she walks in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, or my wife, <laughs> oh, right? Okay. <laughs> Why are you exploring? Are you watching this? video game sex? Yeah, and especially with this new console, like oh. lines are gonna be really, really blurred, and I don't want to get too like <laughs> academic here, but like. There is a line there where it's like, what kind of like consent does a video game character have when they look like real people? Most of them are based on real models. So the consent that they gave to like have their bodies modeled, does that count as, I don't know. It's just, I feel weird when sex is such a big part of video games. And that was something that I struggled with with The Witcher was I felt like at the end of the day, I'm riding from town to town on my noble sp- steed just so I can get some action. Is that what I'm doing here? You know? Yeah, yeah. And so I I hope Cyberpunk's not that way. Yeah. I hope I don't have to play it from like 12 a.m. to 2 a.m. because that's when my <laughs> wife is sleeping, you know? Yeah, I go in and to listen be, to uh, her breathing like, mm. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're definitely. All right, I don't have to skip this uh, cutscene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. That game, oh yeah. Goodness. I just I don't want it to be a Witcher clone, but I haven't seen any gameplay of it. But it looks at least the like cinematic trailers look really good. Customizable everything. That's what that's what Hayden's really worried about. He's worried that Summer's gonna walk in and she's just gonna scoff at his character. Listen, I saw this tweet that was like talking crap about boys. They're like, y- you know, men really don't want to seem gay, but then spend. 20 hours making their dream man on NBA 2K. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the real thing I well, ever heard. And that's the type of comment I'd get from my wife. She's sassy like that. She'll come in and she'll be like, that's supposed to be you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, oh, it could have been if you uh, didn't make me have kids at 25, right? Still be going to that gym. No, um, it would never be me. I know who I am. But yeah. We need to get you in the gym town laundry phase of life again, bro. Get you back on the Jersey Shore. That's right. Speaking of trash TV, I don't mean to completely change the conversation. Do you have something else you want to say about Cyberpunk? I don't care. The Bachelorette is back, Jade or uh, Hayden. I know you're a huge fan. Have you Mm -hmm. been watching? Yeah, I mean, give us the rundown on this season. Are we on season seven thousand? Uh, seven thousand thirty-two. Okay, I believe. Um, Claire's journey to find love. (laughs) Um, it's gonna be different this year. I wish the listeners could see the big smile that just came on on Hayden's face. What's funny about this is Liz and Amanda just grabbed me and they were like, "Hey, when we record this week, are you comfortable coming on and doing the Bachelor recap?" And I was like, "Am I comfortable? That's why I came to work this week." Um, yeah, no. my boy over in the Aces office, Ryan Bailey, he and his lovely wife came over and watched it with me in summer. <laughs> um, it's interesting this year, because usually Bachelorette, Bachelor contestants, they're like early to mid-20s. Claire's pushing 40. Ooh. And so the guys are a little bit older. They think maybe less drama. There's always 
already, it's not even spoilers, it's common knowledge. Um, you know, like COVID breaks out, they have to go into quarantine and stuff like that. Oh, that's interesting. And one of the dudes, we don't know who yet. Well, I mean, I'm sure we could find out with a simple Google search, but I'm not that guy. I like the, the surprise, like the, suspense? the suspense. One of the guys figures out how to get a hold of her. They keep dating. When the oh. show resumes, she basically goes to the host, Chris Harrison, and is like, yo, I'm already in love with someone. This is pointless. And so she only lasts like three, four episodes. Really? And then they bring a new woman on, Tasia, one of my all-time favorites. And, is she uh, a previous uh, contestant? Yeah, they basically only do previous contestants at this point. But uh, the new Bachelor is not a, a previous contestant. But, um, but dude... <laughs> This is like, when we talk about like what gets Hayden up in the morning, we're thinking like, number one, the NBA draft. Number two, my wife and kids. Number three, The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Like, yeah, lots of people are surprised to know I'm so passionate about The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, but um, it's really, really my jam. Do you have a preferred trash TV show, Joe, Jaden, or do you just... <laughs> Bachelor, Bachelor's not trash TV. You know what? This is for a different podcast. We'll save this for Listen, uh, I was just going to support Sugar you and Spice. by saying I, <laughs> I also watch trash TV, trash reality TV. It, it is. It, I mean, it's, it's classier than the Kardashians. Okay. Well, everything's classier than the Kardashians. Well, I'll, I'll just go ahead and admit that my two favorites are America's Next Top Model. Okay. Just drama. Yeah. Times one million. And Jersey Shore, which is just like the most you dramatic, know, I never actually ridiculous watched thing. Jersey Shore. Just watch one episode and then you'll watch the whole Caesar the whole series. I yeah. Think, I guarantee you. But anyway, Jaden, trash T V shows, do you like any? What's weird is I'm I'm kinda like stuck in like this loop of me just like watching the same T V. I feel shows. you I feel you. Mm-hmm. Like I'm currently rewatching King of the Hill. Okay. Or the how manyth time? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's me with like uh, it's always sunny Philadelphia, Arrest Development, Atlanta, mm-hmm. just on loop. Yeah, everyone's got those like five, six series they go back to forever, right? Yeah, I need more trash reality TV though, because that's I mean, like that's so fun. Like I, I see people tweeting about Love Island and stuff all the time. Oh, so do good. you watch Love Island, bro? I will watch any dating show. I'm not gonna lie. What is it about dating shows you love so much? I don't know. I don't know. It probably has something to do with the fact that you know. I get to like live vicariously through these people, <laughs> right? Like I met my wife when I was 18. Mm-hmm. We got married at 22. Like I had my fun in high school, but like you, this life of like people like going to an island and it's just smutty and they're just dating each other and trying to hook up and they're in love one episode. And the next episode they hate each other and they're spreading rumor. Like it's so dumb, but it's yeah. so fun. Like it's, is mindless, I think, more than yes. anything else. It's just completely stupid TV that, if I'm being completely honest with you, like just makes me feel better about my own life. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like just because of what's happened with the pandemic, like no new shows are going to be coming out unless mm-hmm. they're like really easy to produce like those ones. So there's probably going to be a lot of shows like that. Yeah, like, for sure. There's going to be eight seasons of Floor is Lava. You know, <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> like all you need is like four people that test negative, and then you can you have the show. Right, throw them in a swimming pool, some furniture, boom, go. <laughs> For real, but I mean, Floor's Lava is the the example I always bring up because like that show seems so ridiculous. Like, why would that be a Netflix original? But now because there's we're running out of stuff to watch. I know so many people that have watched that show all the way through. Oh, for sure, for sure. And I think it comes down to what you're saying, like 
we got a cost benefit analysis here, right? What does Netflix have to put into the floor of lava versus what do they get out of it when they're getting so much more out of it than they have to put in and makes sense for them to keep doing it. And I also must say, at no point does the pandemic feel less real than when you're watching some doctor or whatever try and <laughs> leap across freaking furniture in the right. floor of lava. You know, you just forget about the rest of your life. You're like, bro, you got to get on your horse, dog. <laughs> It's got, a, the tiebreaker is time. Homeboy, we, hustle. We got the Harvard biology <laughs> faculty team. And yeah. And they're going up against like Dale's comic book shop. Yep, and it's yep. actually competitive. You know? <laughs> I mean, th- that was just like the whole thing during the pandemic was just like Netflix releasing not even like really great series, but like them getting eaten up like yeah. tiger king oh floor mm-hmm. is lava like at any other time i don't think any of these would be nearly as popular did, but now it's just like did anyone benefit more from the pandemic than joe exotic like yes he had a For real. gigantic audience well, that just began to eat out eat out of his hand because of the way timing of that show being released is he okay because he got covid in prison didn't he I don't know. <laughs> what happened to my man? Hey, he's probably doing better better than Carol Baskins. She just got voted off Dancing with yep. the Stars, BT dubs. She wasn't good. <laughs> she deserves, she, like, she, and here I am. I do not watch trash TV. <laughs> I watch The Bachelor. You sound like my grandma, bro. Oh, my God. Like, let's just be clear. She deserved to be voted off. Like, she was not good. Well, but No, she, she but took she's on because of, the... of the spectacle. You know, they always yeah, got yeah. those people. Yeah. You know they're not making it far. Um, But she took control of his farm, right? Of his... uh. Yeah, zoo, that's what unquote. I read on social media, at least. I don't know if that's true or not. But uh, I'm Googling Joe Exotic to see if the man is alive. How many votes is he going to get for U.S. president this election? And will he get more than Kanye West? No. Not more than Kanye West? Because oh, no. Kanye West is officially on the ballot, my man. I don't think Some, Joe Exotic is. Not all of them, right? I mean, quite a few. He's going to be on Utah's. Is he really? Yeah, bro. I didn't think he Connor made it on any of them. Like Tribune reported that this summer. <laughs> I'll have you know. <laughs> what a nerd. one I missed. <laughs> the only one. I, I might be the only person in the history of Salt Lake Tribune. He got 22 years for life. To life. I just want to say that. Joe Exotic, 22 years to life for his crimes. Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, I might be the only person that's ever subscribed to the Salt Lake Tribune for an intern. <laughs> <laughs> But I was oh like, listen, I only get three articles a month, and I know he's writing more than that. <laughs> Dude, what a fun summer it was. But anyway, any other cool gamer stuff when you talk about any epic maneuvers you've completed recently? Y'all speedrun uh, Borderlands 2 recently or anything? What are you playing right now? I currently am not playing anything on my Xbox because that did not survive quarantine with a two-year-old. Yeah. Um, I still got my Switch Lite. I've been playing a lot of Moonlighters lately. Yes. I like, really like Moonlighter. It's a, it's a fun little dungeon crawler. Um, not my normal type of game I would play, but um, one of my buddies got me on it. Um, PGA Tour 2K21. I've heard that's way fun, actually. It's pretty good. It's not like Tiger Woods... 05 fun mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it's good it's 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 a good golf sim probably the best one i've played since tiger woods career went the direction it went Dude, and golf sims are way fun yeah they're way like fun. we I, golfing i think about that all how time. many times have you ever heard me talk about golf right <laughs> like that's not my thing 
but golf games are fun. But uh, yeah, that's basically all I've been doing. And then, you know, they put Donkey Kong Country 1 and 2 on Switch Online. So been playing through those again with my girls. That's been a lot of fun. That's like our nighttime routine. We get our reading in, we brush our teeth, we get back in bed, and we play Donkey Kong Country for like 15, 20 minutes. I was, I was going to say, the only person that might have benefited more from quarantine than Joe Exotic was the developers of Animal Crossing, because Tom Nook might be the only one that benefited more. <laughs> Boy is just rolling in bells. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got like millions of islands, just all Jeez. giving him millions of bells. That's a game I've struggled to get into. I've read nothing but good things about it. Finally made the take the plunge, dropped the sixty bucks on it, and within the first twenty minutes, I was like, "You should have listened to every instinct you had that told you this wasn't going to be the game for you." You should let Summer play it. You should let your wife play it. That's why. I, that's how I got into so, so much. That is what brings me comfort that I didn't waste all this money. Was everybody's like. Just wait until Avery figures it out. Yes, That'll be exactly. a game she will play. It's an investment. You'll play together. Mm-hmm. So, heck yeah, bro. Well, I mean, I think that's that's the episode. We clutched one out today, boys. Big victory, victory royale. I must say, Hayden, thank you for joining us on on this week's Talk Nerdy to Me. Hey, anytime. This was fun. Dare I say, more fun than going to basketball practice and working on my dissertation. I know. Todd Simon's like, hmm. <laughs> he's sure. like, you're not taking notes while you're watching us. <laughs> <laughs> you're, what are they? Uh, no, I'm d- I'm just drawing fan pics of Todd Simon. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Big Thunder is a big Todd Simon guy. <laughs> Todd Simon's a big big Thunder guy. <laughs> it's true. There's mutual affection there. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening to Talk Nerdy to me. Yeah, that's it. Peace out, brethren. And I'm sure there's at least one woman that listens to this podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Bye. Bye.